Here's what you can expect on this episode. As I moved into the police, um, I was confronted with, um, yeah, just just the dire state of some of these communities. Welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk church planting, theology, and drink coffee. Welcome to Rugged Theology. I am, of course, Adam Diamond, and today we are doing another series on some of our engaged speakers. This one is from Saul from 20 Schemes in, well, you can probably tell from his accent, Scotland, not from around here, by. Uh, Saul works with the music uh, ministry. It was 20 Schemes. He is the music director. And you're about to hear a conversation that David Drover had with Saul. David is very involved with music and um, worship here with Mawa Mission and Calvary Baptist and Kilbride Community Church. So I hope you enjoy this and you get to learn a little bit about what Saul does with 20 Schemes and that you'll look forward to hearing from him and even learning from him at the Engage Conference at the end of April from 29th to 30th. Uh, You can head over right now if you want to. I mean, actually, I hope you do. Do it right now. Right now, like, just just do it. Open up another tab while you're listening to this and type in www.mile1mission.ca slash engage2022. Scroll down to the bottom and hit register now. Do it right now because if not, you're going to regret it. Actually, I don't know if you will, but it's going to be fantastic teaching. We'd love to see you there if you are able to come and make it. Uh, but yeah, enjoy this conversation, and I hope you learn from it, and you look forward to hearing from him again in April. So, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Rugged Theology. I'm super excited. This is obviously, well, if you've listened before, you probably know me. I'm David Drover, um, but I'm really excited to be here interviewing Saul Fenn. Did I say that right? Saul Fenn? Yeah, you did, yeah. That's, okay, that's right. okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Saul is coming for our Engage conference. Super excited. He's going to be here um, doing some music breakout sessions and just playing. I think you're on. I think I had your schedule for every music team. He's going to be leading one of the music um, times. So just really excited to have him here. Um, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, Saul? Yeah. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Saul. Um, live in Edinburgh in Scotland. Uh, work for uh, 20 Schemes as the I, I kind of run the music, which we imaginative, imaginatively uh, called 20 Schemes Music. Um, I'm married um, with three kids. Uh, I'm part of Grace Mount Community Church, uh, where I serve as an elder. Um, and yeah, I mean, how how much do you want? No, that's good. I mean, we'll we'll continue to unpack and all that yeah, good sure. stuff. Um, so you said yeah. you're an elder at Grace Mount and also yeah. music director for, or is it music yeah. director? Is that your official title? Uh, I don't know what my official title is. You're the um, music guy. I'm the music guy. Yeah, just Perfect. yeah, the music guy. That'll do. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's great. Um, yeah, man. So, what is? I mean, we we've talked about twenty schemes, I think, on the podcast before, but I don't know if we've ever had a twenty schemes person kind of unpack it. Um, so, I guess in a in a minute or so, like, do you want to just give a little bit of a brief um, description yeah. of what twenty schemes is and the ministry there? Yeah, sure. So, twenty schemes. <clears throat> so, a scheme is uh, a council estate or. Uh, 
or a project or a kind of an area of so generally it would be regarded as an area of social, social uh, deprivation uh, in a number of different ways that might be um, so, so statistically you, you might have increased crime more um, people struggling with mental health issues poverty um, yeah addictions things like that um, so um, so every every country has uh, the equivalent of a scheme uh, of schemes every city um, has areas uh, that, which would which would be uh, the same kind of thing and uh, 20 schemes is kind of it's you know rather than saying well yeah so we, we have a heart for the poor so let's um, let's plant one church I think it's a it's it's just kind of a bold kind of vision of saying no no let's plant 20 churches in 20 deprived areas in Scotland um, and yeah 20 schemes is a, a, an organization that seeks to bring the light of the gospel uh, to Scotland schemes through church planting and revitalization so that's that is what what 20 schemes does it, um, so it's yeah. not a denomination mm -hmm. um, so there's we have Baptist churches planted we have Presbyterian churches like a few guys from the free church there's been a couple of churches planted through 20 schemes um, and so yeah so not a denomination but an, an, an organization that supports the planting yeah a network of church plants do you know what if you'd answered it you would have been more <laughs> yeah well i should have just said right at the beginning <laughs> no man that's great that's great listen yeah. i i wouldn't be uh steve if well i mean people listening will probably have heard of steve bray but steve drills this stuff into us and of course um for for everybody who might know about mile on mission we basically steve like i don't know how many years ago it was now probably five or six um went to 20 schemes and it was from 20 schemes that he kind of came up with the idea of mile one mission for newfoundland so a lot of what we do is kind of actually um i guess modeled after what what you guys are already doing in scotland so that's a i i guess i have a bit of a cheat sheet for for some of the lingo so <laughs> well I, sh I should as well shouldn't i really but um, yeah. hey. it's all good man um yeah so so that's 20 schemes yeah. what about you and kind of your involvement in 20 schemes like what were you were you always in ministry what were you doing before 20 schemes and then how did you get involved with 20 schemes yeah um yeah so no no i i, I still I, I still haven't got a clue what i'm doing in ministry it's very new to me um <laughs> so, so my my background is um so i uh so i was uh, a drummer in the royal marines for nine years cool um I left, I got married in 2009, which is when I left, um, got married to Carly and I joined the police where I served as a police officer for seven years uh, in, a, in a, a, a series of schemes in, in Edinburgh, um, some really tough areas. Uh, and that mm. was, uh, you know, looking back, a great opportunity was the Lord, uh, you know, retrospectively, as I look at these things, so for example, serving in the, in the forces, but um, being music um, for those nine years, and then serving in, in the police, uh, those were very much a case of uh, yeah, the Lord kind of preparing me um, for doing what I do now, as as I as I see it, as I kind of uh, you know consider where, where the Lord's brought me. When I was in the military, I was nowhere with the Lord. I think I made a profession of faith when I was eighteen. Well, I did. But then I did all my 
my, my worst um, backsliding and kind of rebellion to the Lord and, and not living for him whatsoever uh, for most of that time. Um, and then it wasn't until 2007, um, uh, towards the end of my time in the military, where um, I actually went to see The Passion of the Christ at the cinema. And, and I was just struck by um, just what the Lord has done for me. And, and obviously that, that, that only depicted the, the physical aspect it not the the deeper greater um you know burden he bought of bearing my sin on the cross mm -hmm. and so i think that was a turning point for me so i got baptized in 2007 um uh, met my wife then uh, we got married in 2009 uh, did my time with the police and then yeah towards towards the end of that um yeah the lord was calling me um out of the police i guess yeah it through a series of kind of funny events, I, I, I actually went off to university after five years of the police to um, uh, to study popular music um, in order to go and become a high school music teacher. So mm. I'm a reluctant ministry guy, big star. <laughs> you know what I mean, I was like, it was not on my radar. It wasn't my plan um, at all. But the Lord had other plans, and mm -hmm. um, so here I am now. So we've been so yeah, so. Um, yeah, through the church, just quickly, because obviously that's important. The local church uh, has been instrumental in in this as well. So, so Carly and I, we went, we moved to Nidri uh, again, going back uh, 2007. Um, so we knew Mez uh, for, for years before 20 Schemes started. I was probably a skeptic oh, okay. of 20 Schemes at the beginning. Um, you know, I kind of thought, Mez, you need to be just you know, concentrating on your local church as a pastor and that, um, this 20 schemes thing, I'm, I'm not sure about it. Uh, here I am, now I work for it. And <laughs> Funny how that works <laughs> out, all hey? And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, sorry, keep going, keep going. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, yes, yeah, so that's it. So, um, and part of me coming into 20 schemes as well and, and working was um, when we uh, we left Nidri to be, become part of the plant at Grace Mount Community Church which is, uh, I think, five years old now. So we uh, joined Andy Prime um, and joined the, the planting team with him, which, which mm -hmm. is, I think, the way I, the way we, we sort of ended up in, in ministry, you know, full-time. So Cool. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. Something um, that piqued my interest a little bit too, you said kind of God, um, I think anyways, correct me if I'm wrong, you said was kind of preparing you for where you're at now yeah. through some of your previous work and stuff like that i, I guess as a police yeah. officer and or um whatever so i'm just curious like um, what in what ways if you don't mind me asking like was god kind of prepping you um for ministry like what are kind of the similarities there mm, yes yeah, so, yeah not at all um so so the military was very much it, it was a great opportunity um for me um kind of music you know certainly musically in terms of um, a lot of the things I learned in the military and experiences I had um, have just been transferable kind of skills and experiences uh, that I bring, um, that I try to bring now to 20 Schemes Music. So everything from, you know, th th this isn't very spiritual stuff. You know, th this is the wonderful thing about the Christian life. It's not all about, um, you know, like moments where, where where you kind of feel the Lord working and all these kind yeah. of things. It's everything it's, isn't always that like 
audible no, no. call from God, you know, like the, the tree just lit on fire and exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah, so, so certainly in the military, um, you know, lots of things from, um, you know, learning to be self-motivated, uh, you know, I work a lot by myself these days. Um, obviously we have good accountability and, and, you know, involved in the core team at, uh, at 20 schemes along with our local church at Grace Matt. So, so, but, you know, kind of um, in terms of uh, starting and running projects myself, mm -hmm. um, those kind of skills, along with just being a musician and performing all around the world um, and getting these opportunities to do that kind of thing. And, and writing, I started, you know, I was writing music um, uh, back then. So, so all these kind of things have helped. And then as I moved into the police, um, I was confronted with, um, yeah, just, just the dire state of some of these communities um, in our cities, which I think if, if you don't serve as a police officer, you know, like if, if you don't live in, in a scheme um, or serve as a police officer where you get exposed to some of the carnage and struggle that people live in, mm -hmm. you can happily live a full life in any city or town and, and not really have a clue what's going on. Um, and, and I think, yeah, working as a police officer, certainly uh, it, it kind of, it, it spurred on, a, it, it really brought about a, a sadness and a realization of um, the lostness of, of, mm. of so many people, so many people in, you know, entire communities where generally speaking, um, people are all living on top of each other, you know, you know, in, in contrast to the more affluent areas of, say, Edinburgh, where people are all in big detached houses with plenty of land round about them. And um, yeah, so 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 I, I really do regard my time with the police as a as a kind of an eye opener and an opportunity to see the lostness and, and also the frustration of arresting the same old people week after week after week when you live in a kind of when you work in a local area and kind of thinking these guys you know whilst that all needs to happen law enforcement and all that and um you know these guys need the gospel these mm, like arresting yeah. them constantly being remanded and you know and, and the cycle just isn't working do you know what i mean yeah um, it's the best we've got as a society um but uh yeah so th th that really uh both those jobs i think have really impacted me and my approach to ministry now Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's that that's great. And I guess just something too to connect the dots, I guess, for, for people listening in. One thing that I think is great, and even I'm taking away from this as I'm listening to you, Saul, is that, you know, God, God's got a, a plan and a path. And, you know, if you're maybe someday, if you do get called into ministry, the things that you're doing now matter, right? Oh, um, yeah. So like, just it's been really cool to hear how, how God has used things. Well, while you were doing those things, you probably had no idea in however many years it would be that you'd be in ministry doing this kind of a role, doing this kind of a thing. But it's just God has kind of put you in these things and been molding you and shaping you. And now you're you're in this spot, which is which is really cool. Um, Do you know what? Do you know what? I used to look at people in ministry back then uh, for most of my working life and think. They're having a laugh like they're like sat around <laughs> drinking coffee it's it looks like such an easy gig look at me going out and doing my 12-hour shifts you right. know night shifts back shifts all the rest of it um and <laughs> and, and yeah it's, it's been a it's been a humbling thing like um 
that it's like, wow, ministry is hard and leadership is hard. Like being an elder, I mean, mm-hmm. wow, you, you know, like the, the issues in a local church, um, even a small local church like ours at Grace Mount, um, you know, some of the pastoral issues that, that we have to wrestle through and pray through completely kind of helplessly seeking the Lord's guidance and and, and, and the good of our brothers and sisters in Christ who, who get caught up in in things. Um, it, it, it's literally like doing a load of shifts with the police. I mean, you know, like in terms of uh, the, yeah, ju- just kind of the challenge um, mm-hmm. of, of everyday life in ministry. So, do you know, what? everything I've done has been humbling for me because <laughs> I, you know, I've kind of, um, so yeah, so I, it, it's funny now that I am in ministry and I, and I've had to sort of acknowledge to, to quite a few people. Actually, it turns out it's not quite an easy gig, mate, you know, this long. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fair enough. And I think, I mean, you touched on this kind of as, as you were unpacking the, the connections there too, but I mean, I mean, the reality of ministry and, and I guess, I mean, I've never been a police officer, obviously, but listening to you and even listening to a guy who's an ex-cop who's working with us here, John Lewis, um, is that you're both in both scenarios, you're, you're really dealing with people and you're dealing with not just the, you know, the masked, like, here's my, um, you know, my life is great version of people, but the people who are, you know, in the middle of the mess of life, right? Yeah. It's not just the sunshine and roses, it's the the other things. And in the schemes as well, I mean, I'm sure that adds a whole whole other element as well. Um, but yeah, so I guess, I guess transitioning from that, moving into a little bit, we've, we've talked about that now you're in ministry. Um, what does that look like for, for you in 20 schemes? Like what is, um, I mean, we've said you're, you're the music guy, but if you don't mind, maybe just unpack that a little bit more. Like what is, what is your role with 20 schemes? What do you do? Um, what are you passionate about? Why is, you know, 20 schemes music, um, a thing just kind of, I guess, generally unpack a little bit about that if you can yeah yeah no definitely so so what i do um the the answer to that will probably be different in five years time because we're so young we're we're kind of working it out ourselves but i guess fundamentally the 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 bottom line purpose and and reason for 20 schemes music is i guess acknowledging the um the importance and and the ability of good gospel-centered songs that 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 are profound that are, that, are, that are true that are biblical that are um that can teach the, the value of that in um in a in communities where uh literacy is maybe well is, is likely lower than than uh maybe maybe other communities maybe other kind of areas of a city um and and also just the creative like you know our schemes are full of musicians and full of um creative people and and maybe people don't kind of realize that what often what you tend to find what i've what i've found is um so over the years of me playing in all different kind of contexts and in terms of musically like playing in pubs and clubs in bands and um along with guys in the marines band as well back in the day, the number of them who, who are from council estates or um, more working class backgrounds is very significant. Um, and, and so there's almost a natural um, kind of appetite and kind of uh, attitude 
uh, in our communities, in the schemes, uh, like music is kind of an obvious um, thing that people kind of enjoy and use to express themselves. And, and, and so when it comes to uh, not just evangelizing, you know, evangelism, um, but also discipling, which mm -hmm. is a big kind of thrust, an important part of how 20 schemes operates, you know, uh, you know, as opposed to say a guy in the street giving out tracks and preaching the gospel, but then not knowing anybody and then they go home. Uh, the idea of actually families and moving into communities into say into schemes and planting churches in schemes so that so that we live there mm -hmm. um these are uh these are these are means by which um we can reach and disciple um new believers um and so songs can really do that um and so you know like so flee from sin run to jesus is is, is the first congregational song um we did and and the purpose for that along with all the ones we've written since has been to encourage new believers um and, and specific people who i can you know i can picture now who, who i know um to encourage them that you know when they're constantly failing and falling and and, and learning right from the beginning what it means to live a, a daily life of repentance you know where oh i've messed up again um you know i want to encourage them with the fact that there is sufficient grace and there is there's sufficient power in, in what Christ achieved on the cross and in his resurrection um, to keep us, to hold mm -hmm. us fast, to, to help us persevere, to help us fight sin and, and all these kind of things. And so, yeah, it, it's very much a case of um, using music, which is an instinctive uh, thing in council estates, in schemes, um, for the glory of God to encourage and spur on believers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great, man. So definitely want to, want to jump further on with some of those things that you just mentioned, because, um, well, I mean, Hey, it sounds like, so, so a lot of what you do would be writing songs. Um, that's mm. a big kind of part of, of your role. So, um, with that, and the reason for that is cause it's, you know, you look at your context, you look at the schemes and musical people, um, you talk mm. about the literacy thing, um, but also it's a method of a greater picture of discipleship, evangelism, that kind of thing too, um, which I think is just so true. And, and unfortunately, um, and again, maybe I'm wrong in this, but from the more and more I look around, it seems like the whole idea of discipleship from, from singing and stuff like that, it's often not really thought too much or taught. Um, so I'm just wondering if you could maybe unpack, like, how is it that by writing songs or even singing you know really good songs that are that are biblical and that kind of thing how does how does that translate into discipleship a bit more um yeah 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 so songs and music ministry like it's nothing it's kind of useless on its own i i, I would say so certainly in terms of what we're doing so the the, the overarching uh thing that is going to help us all grow including new believers in terms of discipleship is the local church mm -hmm. so at what we do with music isn't like uh it's not like an option it's not like a, an alternative to local church so discipleship right. at, at its very base is is through the local church so that's why um we so, so that's why for example we're we're trying to write congregational songs so that 
um, their tools, their, their, um, their songs we can sing together in local churches. So that, that's, that's very much, um, yeah, the purpose. So, so it's, it's, it's incorporating music along with, um, so in 20 Seas we have like women's work, we have mm -hmm. um, recovery groups, we have all these things and they all kind of work together. Um, right. Yeah. So, so, so that, that, that's a very important thing. In terms of singing, um, you know, you will have heard this said before. I mean, everyone, when it comes to music ministries, that there's, in a way, there's not a lot to say about it um, beyond what's already been said. But we all recognise the fact that, for example, um, if you walk out of church on a Sunday morning, um, you're more likely to remember the chorus of a song mm -hmm. than maybe even the pastor's three points. And I guess the passion there is, right, in that case, how can we write songs that are going to um, complement what we're hearing up the front in the sermon? Um, and then uh, the answer to that is using the, the hundreds and hundreds of hymns and songs that have been written throughout history and are being written today, and then focusing on, right, what's our context? The case, we're in a scheme. So um, we want to be thinking about how, you know, is there a place for um, congregational songs um, which can speak about poverty, which can speak about addiction, speak about uh, depression and, and, and all these kind of um, areas to kind of um, give a greater richness of mm -hmm. um, truths and, and specific truths um, that will help us as Christians grow, uh, particularly uh, uh, you know, in, in our context, for our people. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so that, uh, and that means sitting there, not thinking, I want to write a hymn that everyone's going to sing in the world. Like, I, I have no, um, you know, writing for the global church and that, which, which I hear quite a bit these days in terms of guys writing hymns, and that's absolutely fine, but that's certainly not what we're doing. We're, we're, we're trying to write, I'm trying to write for specific people in our context, in our local churches. Mm. Um, you know, and if, they, and if those songs end up being useful to other people, that's great. Um, but yeah, really trying to focus. You know, the, the, minute, the minute I stop doing that, I, I'd probably just stop because we'll just sing better hymns written by, <laughs> you know, other uh, more gifted people. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So... No, absolutely. I, I love that. Um, and again, I mean, to be honest, it's a bit new for me. And even as we're we're hoping to do a little bit of songwriting in the future, we've done a little bit now. But even just as I'm as I'm listening to you, it's super helpful to think, well, what's the real purpose for why we're writing? Um, yeah. And, you know, if and again, it's not that this is the whole church's method for discipleship, but it but it helps yeah. with the discipleship. Right. Um, and yeah. I love the, the point that you brought up, you know, the fact that we just as humans, we naturally remember melodies and lyrics so much better mm -hmm. than other stuff. So if I'm going to, you know, if I want to point people to Jesus as a, as a music leader or a musician or whatever um, at a service as we come together and, and kind of have our family meal kind of thing. And I can be singing and picking good biblical songs that I know that then when they go and they face, you know, and if I know who I'm who I'm doing this for, if I know my church and the issues they're going to face this week, um, and we sing songs that kind of address that, you know, when they're, when they're having those, 
those bouts of depression or those bouts, you know, like you said, they might not quite as easily remember, um, you know, the sermon points, but if there's somebody then in the week, they, they struggle with, you know, the whole idea of, man, I just like, like really bearing the weight of their sin and that guilt and being like, man, like I, how could, like, how can I still even be a Christian after that? And then they remember, you know, he will hold me fast in the background in, in their mind. And that's just the song that comes to them. And it's, you know, you can, I think that's kind of the stuff that I, that you can kind of be pointed to. And again, encouraging the other side of that, I guess, is too, is that you're encouraging people as, as they hopefully go and listen and, and learn and um, even sing these songs at home is that it's not just a Sunday morning thing. You know, worshiping God isn't just for, in music is not just, um, just for the corporate gathering. Obviously the corporate gathering's great. It's beautiful. Um, but how can we then also take that into the week, right? And yes. continue on. Um, so yeah, man, I guess that's, I mean, that, that's pretty awesome. I love, you know, I'm sure too, as you come and, and for everybody listening to you, Saul comes for Engage. I know I'm already excited to have this guy here. Um, and I think the break, the breakout you're doing is actually going to be talking a little bit about this kind of a thing as well, about the songwriting yeah. in contrast with, um, you know, some other stuff that we see. And I just, yeah, I, I love all of that. Um, so I guess the only other thing too, just kind of as we, as we wrap up, so you've got, you know, you're an elder at Grace Mount, um, you know, you're doing a lot of songwriting for 20 schemes. Is there anything else kind of in that music? Um, like for instance, do you do much role in, in helping other churches with, um, I guess other plants and things like that? Like do you kind of oversee music team discipleship? Is there anything else or is it really like songwriting is kind of the main focus for you? Yeah, no, absolutely. So obviously COVID has been a weird time for us all, but mm -hmm. yeah, before that, um, we, you know, we used to do things like doing a Christmas tour around the churches, um, uh, just to encourage them and, and kind of to allow their musicians, uh, those that have musicians to, uh, kind of have a night off and actually get to know members of their community as well so things like that and also yes uh, visiting other churches um is something we we want to we want to start up again um and i've got some plans to uh yeah visit you know this year i want to be visiting all all the churches planted um through 20 schemes um yeah just to hopefully encourage them i, I don't have any um authority and that's a good thing um so each church is a independent local church planted mm -hmm. so i don't in terms of overseeing, <clears throat> I would, um, I'm kind of on hand to assist uh, right. in any way and also to prepare planting teams to go out and, you know, like, you know, often uh, in terms of church planting, you know, the normal thing is, right, what do we need? Right, we need a planter and a planter's wife, if, if that's the case, um, and then a team around them. Um, so so I, I'm kind of at the table uh, sort of saying, oh, you know, don't forget, you know, along with the, the planter, maybe a woman's worker, maybe a youth worker, you know, we need someone mm -hmm. um, who's at least up for learning from scratch how to, you know, strum a guitar, um, play a few chords on the piano to kind of to lead, you know, like, I guess to, um, you know, advocate for the, um, the importance and benefit and, and kind of usefulness of being able to sing together and things like that. So yeah, so so I, I facilitate all those kind of things as I'm required by teams, you know? So in right. 20 schemes, some some guys are like, no, no, we're fine, we've got it covered. And, and they'll have guys who who can play and and that's that. And other guys are like, oh, actually, yeah, it'd be great if you could come along and help out. So yeah, I, I'm I'm on hand to, to help as and when I can, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, cool. That's awesome, man. So yeah, I guess with that, I think we're um, basically coming to the end of our time, but Saul, thank you so much, man, for, for joining us today. And I'm really excited to have you here. And I hope that, you know, for anybody listening, as you keep hearing from different people who are coming for Engage, um, definitely feel free to, you know, register yourself. We'd love to have you come um, no matter where you are in the city, or even if you're from away, um, we do have a number of people coming. So feel free to go visit um, the Engage part of our website. So you can go to mileonemission.ca and then just kind of find your way through from there. Um, yeah, thanks all. And hopefully we'll be, uh, well, I mean, we'll see you at the end of the month or yeah, end of next month. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Awesome. Hey, cheers for chatting. It's been good. Thanks, yeah. You've been listening to Rugged Theology. Rugged Theology is brought to you by Mile One Mission. If you want to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland and Labrador, visit www.mileonemission.ca.